our next guest had a terrific day yesterday with a couple of winners and a horse called Surreal Step who has got going great guns. It was a cast off. Often, Dino, when you get a horse from another stable, you're on a high into nothing, aren't you? Because especially an older horse, but he's got Surreal Step going in terrific form and potentially on a stakes path. Brad Widup's been good enough to join us bright and early on a Sunday morning. Brad, good morning. Morning, Ray. Morning, Dean. Hey, Brad, congratulations on the double yesterday. But firstly, with Surreal Step, it, it, when you get a, 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 a tried race horse who's quite seasoned and has been around the block a little bit, as a trainer, how do you go about, do you start from scratch or do you watch what he's done previously and just try to learn from that? How do you go about it, Brent? Oh, look, I, I don't try just, yeah, just put him in the in our system and go from there. I don't try to, you know, overthink it too much and mm. just see how we go. And, you know, I, I always sort of, I, I don't panic, so I sort of get them to the trials and see what they're doing there. Um, you know, I don't really... Send my horses out to trial good or anything like that. It's just more just to see where they're naturally at with their fitness and and um, you know how how their mental state is really. Mm. And um, yeah, look, he's he's a, he's a quirky horse. Um, he's not a he's not a very doesn't carry a lot of weight. Um, very very sharp worker. Um, yeah, so he, he he I wouldn't say he's been a headache, but he he hasn't been straightforward, but. Um, yeah, for some reason or the other, he seems to be um, turning up and racing well. Mm. Uh, Brad, where to next for Surreal Stepper? Uh, he'll go the the uh, old June Stakes or the Bob Charlie, I think it's called now. So, um, you know, I think that looks a, a natural progression for him. I, I could nominate him for Queensland. I think the same day there's a Hinkler. 1200 up there, but um, look, I'd probably prefer to keep him here while the tracks are soft. And um, I think uh, I think Eagle Farm was a good two after having about <laughs> five fields of rain the last two weeks. So that's amazing. That track. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible that track, isn't it? Brad Eagle Farm, just amazing. One thing you do know, we're, we're going to stay on the softish, heavy side at Randwick for and Sydney Racing for a little while now. Surreal Step does get through it, as does your other winner yesterday, who I thought was really game, Moon Rito. Under siege a long way out. Great to see Andrew Adkins back in the winner's store, and we've had a couple of SMSs, including from Uncle Laurie, just uh, wishing Andrew the best in his latest comeback, and we all do. And Moon Rita, there to be beaten yesterday, but it was tough. Yeah, she, she is. She's mm. just... She's um, very unassuming, just goes about herself, um, you know, very straightforward to train. Um, yeah, look, uh, when this race come on, I sort of had a, there was a race on Wednesday and Thursday and um, and the three-year-old race on Saturday. I just spoke to Richard and I said, look, um, I think she's going well enough to have a crack at this. And um, they don't come around very often, mm. three-year-old races on a sad day. Um, you know, she likes to cut in the ground. She, you know, I knew she wouldn't disgrace herself. And I, you know, um, he, he sort of rang me up Thursday saying, oh, she's $41. I said, oh, well, he, he was pretty happy to have a look at it. So yeah. it, was, it was a really good result. It doesn't happen very often, um, you know, where things go to plan and, and it, mm. you know, get it right. But, you know, uh, it was great for Andrew too. Look, I've used quite a bit, um, you know, as an apprentice, he's he's always been a terrific kid, and uh, he had he's had a wretched run. Yeah. Um, I think he's got to wrap himself up and bubble wrap and walk around the streets. I read the paper today that he he had a broken arm, and then he got COVID, and then rain come, and 
Christ almighty, even though he's got to start going to church, but something's got to change for him. His luck's got to change, hasn't it, Brad? Yeah. Yeah. I thought but, I was unlucky. Yeah. Well, we were talking about yesterday, weren't we, Brad? And that margin for error in Sydney racing, because it's so competitive at this higher level, um, you, you need things to go right in races. You need to get the great rides. You need the horses to get the right runs. Because if, if things don't quite go your, right, your way, that's the difference between winning and losing most of the time. It is. We all um, we all have high expectations. We we go to the races. We want to see our horses run well and mm. and things like that. So you probably put a bit more pressure on yourself than you should. Like, you know, there's there's only one winner at every race, so it, it's very hard to do. And you know, the competition, you know, it's it's, um, it's not getting easier. It's getting stronger <laughs> and stronger. You know, like uh, you know, the prize money's going up, and so is the competition. Like, uh, which is great. I mean. Mm. That's what it's all about. That's you know, that's how we get betting turnover, and um, that's how the money you know keeps coming in. So yeah, look, it's a it's a fantastic period at the moment, and um, you know, like I when I first come to Sydney thirty years ago, it was pretty tough. Um, you know, and you know, those those are the days where you know you to, to get a winner in town and you sort of to get money they they bet. You know, it was betting proposition or prize money where now it's you know it's, everyone's happy to go around for the prize money and mm. um you know hopefully you get your turn and it goes up to 150,000 per race from July 1 and those minimum prize money increases filter right down through all levels of the sport from July 1 which is fantastic just just finally um Brad if I could just quickly Queen Bellissimo Probably didn't have the best of luck yesterday. She's been beaten less than a half length into four spot, and that sort of accentuates what we're talking about. Yeah, look, she, uh, you know, she obviously had to carry the weight there yesterday, and um, you know, when it came up the last race, it probably wasn't ideal. You know, like she, Alicia uh, said, her wheels were spinning a little bit. Like she does handle it, but you know, when you're sort of carrying. Um, that sort of weight on half, those yeah. conditions, and, and you're up at a speed like she is. Like, uh, look, she never gave in. Um, She's only sort of caught late for second, and uh, yeah, look, another terrific run by her. Mm. I'm sure you know it was a month between runs as well. She did have a trial in between, so look, I'm sure she'll come out of that, and, and um, you know, she's still in for a good preparation. I'm not going to aim too high for her just yet. We just hopefully, you know, we can find the right benchmark races and um, just keep sort of progressing the fruit because I think eventually she, you know, um, she can definitely get some sort of black type around her. So, mm. um, yeah, look, I, I thought her run was terrific. And, you know, if you carry Alicia's saddle down to the, to the, um, to saddle them up when they're carrying 60 kilos, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of dead, dead weight there. Yeah. So, yeah, look, it was, uh, um, it's a workout in its own, mate, walking down the Yeah, well, I don't want to get my son to carry the heavy saddles, but he wasn't there yesterday, so, you know, I had to do it. Fair enough. Hey, look, she ran great. It's a win for her very shortly, as was authentic Jill at Caulfield. I'm sure she's her turn in the winner's circle isn't far away. The stable's going great, Brad. Thanks so much for joining us this morning and hope that winning momentum continues. Yeah, good on you. Thanks, guys. Cheers.